This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. We are both elementary school teachers. I want to be the guy that walks backwards on the on the uh, <laughs> at the haunted mansion when you get on your ride. I remember I had a Mickey Mouse telephone in my bedroom when I was little. This is what I want to do when I retire from right. teaching. I'm going down to Disney and working. Two, Two brave, brave men in a women's field. Have an idea? Question? Or want to share your experiences on the show? Contact Nick and Dave anytime. Email them at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text them at 407-674-0414. Follow Nick and Dave on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Listen to Nick and Dave on iTunes, Podcast Addict, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts, Nick and Dave. Welcome to the podcast that entertains that space between your ears. It's the Nick and Dave Mousecapades Podcast. Nick, I'm excited for this one because, you know, one of the things I love is history, and we do a weekly show where I report on the history every week, but I really like talking about rides that don't exist anymore, and so I am pumped about this show because it gives me the opportunity to go into uh, you know, some websites, check out some books for some of these rides that most of our listening public have never experienced before. Some of them they maybe never even heard of. So. Uh, We've done this before with some of the rides that are still around, you know, some of the more popular rides. We did Pirates of the Caribbean, we did the Haunted Mansion, we did the Jungle Cruise. So we've done some of those. Don't forget the Matterhorn. Yeah, we did the Matterhorn too. So we did some of the e-ticket rides that, uh, you know, there's a lot of information out there about. And just some of my favorite personal rides is why we chose to do some of those. So um, just give our listeners a little bit of information about where they came from, what they were all about, stuff like that. But today, today... I picked out three rides from Disneyland that I think that are super cool rides that I, I wanted to learn more about. I didn't know a heck of a lot about any of these three rides. Uh, one of them was an opening day attraction. One of them was a mainstay in the park for over 20 years. One of them only lasted a couple years and is still there at the park if you look hard enough. So we're not talking about Luigi's Tires. We are not, dude. Although that one did only last two years, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so listeners... I kind of had an idea of what direction Dave wanted to go with this uh, being his second to last uh, episode with us on the Mousecapades podcast. He he wanted to do like a nostalgia throwback uh, ride episode, and uh, so here we go. I, I I I can see the first ride that's that's populated here, and I really don't know much about it. You have the information in front of me. I'm looking at it, and tell us a little bit about it, Dave. All right, so before we get going on this, I just wanted to kind of introduce that this is one of the things, like I said, I love to do, and uh, Nick has been gracious enough to let me just occasionally post one of these type of episodes where I hope he'll join me, and uh, we can talk it up about some of these Disney rides. But uh, like like Nick said, I'm running out of time on this show. Uh, we put in a lot of effort on it, and, and I've, I've found that I just don't have the time that I want to really do the show well, and so I'll... Nick's hung on to me, and, and we're coming up on our one-year anniversary, and he searched for his new uh, co-host, and, and that's underway. And um, like I said, I just wanted to 
wanted to throw in a little bit of history every once in a while and, and see if he would have me back every once in a while to talk about these rides because I think they're cool and I think the history is important about about the Disney parks. By the way, what'd you get 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 me for our one year anniversary? You know, I'm gonna tell you, I don't want anything, but that really means I want something. So what'd you get me? Well, it's it's a it's one last show. I got you oh. one bonus show. Oh, that's it. Yeah, let's unwrap it. Okay. <laughs> I won't say it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So uh, I'm going to tell you the first ride. The first ride is called the Rainbow Mine Train through Nature's Wonderland. Uh, sometimes they just call it Nature's Wonderland. And this was a whole section of a park in Frontierland. And uh, it's a part that's you're just not there anymore. It's crazy how much Frontierland has changed. This was the biggest attraction area-wise, the biggest attraction in any of the Disney parks. And it took up... I want to say something like one third of Disneyland when it started because it's supposed to be, you know, like a Wild West uh, desert prairie type area. So it was a big, expansive place. The area actually was a shared location. It was not only this mine train, but there were two other attractions there. Well, actually, three other attractions there. There were the Conestoga wagon rides, which you could get into an old fashioned Conestoga wagon and they'd pull you around uh, this trail. They had a stagecoach that would do the same exact thing, basically, um, just in a different ride vehicle. And then I thought – we've talked about this a couple times on one of the shows. They had a mule pack ride where you actually boarded a mule, and they took you on a ride around this same area that we're talking about. Now, for our listeners, if you heard something – that was something being poured. Uh, no one was actually using the restroom. Dave, uh, you're pouring your beer. Oh, sorry. It's my, get... my celebratory drink here. That's, That's right. Like, it's the last of what we call the topic show. Sorry, I get a little too close to the mic. No, it's all good. No, that's fine, man. Um, you know, the Rainbow Mine Train. I don't know about you, but I have I don't think I've seen a rainbow in the desert. Have you? No. I, mean, well, I haven't spent too much time in the desert, but yeah, it's it's one of those rare things. I have. So, <laughs> I've never seen a rainbow yeah, in the I desert. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool and the and you know, since you brought it up, the the reason it's called the Rainbow Mine Train is because uh, you go into this cavern, and they have a huge waterfall. And a leprechaun. Yeah. And, no, they have this huge waterfall, and it's all lit up with black lights, and they have different colored lights behind the waterfall so that it looks like a rainbow as you're going through. And it was supposed to be, like, one of the coolest things ever. And, and all of the information that I read said that whatever pictures were taken of this, just don't do it justice because it was it was just a super cool thing to do. You go in, it was like the highlight of the, uh, the whole mine train. The first backside of the water i might add yeah yeah yes it was it was the first actually yeah because uh this ticket this was actually an e-ticket ride when it started now after a while people i guess got their fill of it and it, it kind of dropped down from an e-ticket to a d ticket which is i don't remember ever hearing a ride dropping classes back when they gave out tickets at disneyland but it did it went from an e-ticket to a d ticket before it was finally replaced uh it was replaced by one of our favorites uh, Matterhorn? Matterhorn? Nope. Uh, it's in Frontierland. Oh, okay. So it's in Frontierland. In Frontierland? Our favorite? Yeah. Oh, Splash Mountain. Nope. Oh, ouch. I'm strike two. Um, okay. Frontierland, like, as I know it. Okay, so in Disneyland, right? Yes. Frontierland, Disneyland, Splash Mountain. Um, no. It's not that. Splash Mountain's actually in Critter Country, actually, but that's cool. Oh, you're right. It's really you're right, close. You're right. You're right. Um, it is. Um, all right. So I don't know. Look at the name. I guess. I guess Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, dude. Oh, it was okay. replaced by Big Thunder Mountain. So uh, this did not open 
with the park. So this was not an opening day attraction. It opened up about a year after the park opened up. Which leads me to believe, like, what was in that whole expansive area when the park did open? Maybe maybe the Desert. Uh, kind of silver wagons and the stagecoaches and the mule rides were there, but this particular, the mine train aspect of it, was not there. It was but probably yeah, just, just desert, dude, and you had, like, uh, what are those things that blow in the wind? Those dust little things. Weeds. Yeah, tumbleweeds just blowing, rolling on by. Yeah, so... Um, most of this ride, the, the mine train part of this ride, was created by Claude Coates and John Hench, so two of the Disney legends that we hear about an awful lot. And those two guys were were mostly responsible for you know the the uh, pinnacle of your ride on this mine train, the the Rainbow Cavern Falls they call them. Which just a little fact about the Rainbow Cavern Falls: two hundred and seventy thousand gallons of water per minute go down this Rainbow Fall. That seems like that's a lot. I wonder compared to like Splash Mountain, you know, yeah, Splash Mountain. Have... See how I don't know, like the comparison between the two. I know because you know they have the Olympus Olympic sized pool. I can't even speak today. That yeah. Olympic sized pool in the back behind Splash Mountain that just you know fills up. You can right. watch the water levels go up and down. And they have to refill it every so often for the ride. I wonder if the comparison between the two, how much water was in both rides. And see, now you know why I like to do this because I'll look that up and and figure it out. It's one of those things I love to do. So, um. I bet it's pretty comparable. I mean, that's a lot of... I bet. Like a lot that's of, a, lot a lot of water. <laughs> I mean, you think about above-ground swimming pools. Most of them are like 25,000 gallons. Right. So that's... What is that? That's uh, almost 12 yeah. swimming pools every minute. And this was a long ride as well, right? Just like Splash Mountain. Yeah, so the actual track was just three-tenths of a mile. So it wasn't really that big of a deal. You know, you can walk three-tenths of a mile in probably... I don't know, five minutes. Okay. And and this ride took about nine. So it, it went really slow. So it's it's definitely not your big Thunder Mountain uh, roller coaster. This was the precursor to that. It was a super slow ride. It was pretty cool because what happened was you board this mine train, which was owned by a fictitious company, the Rainbow Mountain Mining and Exploration Company. And you board this mine train and you got a little town set up. So they've got all these facades of an old western town, and they've got all these different sounds playing that are coming from all the buildings. So, it, you know, that Disney touch, it makes it sound like you're actually in this town boarding this train. I'm thinking, right now, I'm thinking the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, you know, Meet the Teacher a Night. When we had the Meet the Teacher Night yeah, before yeah. Uh, the school year started, you had that playing on your speakers. Yeah. <laughs> we had a western theme one year and that's yeah man so that's what i'm now. that's what i'm envisioning right now yeah so just this ride just really intrigued me because it's like one of those things that you're never gonna see at a disney park now because it was so so big and it took up so much room that especially at disneyland that's just a, there's a premium for that right now that it's just not around how many animatronics oh dude this okay so this was the first ride that had audio animatronics there were over 200 animals and they were really primitive but um i mean you think about tiki room birds and they're pretty much about that level they had everything. Oh, hey, hey hey now the tiki room that was pretty advanced yeah but i mean when you look at them you don't really see much like the they wobble back and forth maybe their beaks open whatever and they breathe their their chests actually puff in and out because they're breathing did you know that yeah. oh, no, yeah. I did. oh yeah the little things that disney noticed that no one else thought of um, huh. So those things are, yeah, those things are cooler than you think. Yeah, so these these animatronics, there were some bears, so that's that's pretty big. 
they had foxes, they had like uh, groundhog, you know, like all of your all of your prairie type animals. They had them. They have uh, there's a bridge that go the train goes over, and underneath the bridge there's some fish that are jumping in the water. So that was kind of interesting. And you know, the fish probably didn't move, but it was like they were on a wheel, you know, like right. they, they do. So. Um, it so, was the it was the first ride to have audio animatronics, and I thought that was interesting. Are we gonna ride this whole thing? Yeah. So this oh, is, is it, a, how many rides are we riding tonight? Is it just this riding, one? No, we got three rides. So we're okay. riding three rides tonight, and I clipped this one. The, the the YouTube video we're watching that we'll post in the show notes is actually about ten and a half minutes long, and I've already kind of fast forwarded it to where we're gonna board the train and get on. So we're this is about a seven minute deal, and, and we don't have to go through the whole seven minutes. I might uh, fast forward past some slow parts, but it's it, this video. First of all, the vi- if there's any video taken of this attraction, it's on 8mm film, and it's just crappy. Like, it's really crappy video. So what we're going to look at, there's not much video, if any at all. It's a lot of still shots. Okay, because I was going to say, this still looks amazing, so that's not the video. No, but what's cool about this video is that it is it has the actual script of the ride. So the, the ride was narrated. And it was actually narrated by the same old Western man-sounding guy that did uh, that does Big Thunder Mountain. You know, when you get on and sure, then, yeah. then he's going through the safety message. Same guy narrated this whole ride. So uh, this has all of the narrated script of this ride as we go through and see the the slideshow of pictures. All right, let's go. Man. All right, so let's kick it off. We're, we're pulling gonna, into the town right now. You're gonna give us our safety brief. Howdy, folks. Hey, that's that's a pretty good town. That's a pretty cool town. Yeah. So it's. We're looking at a bunch of facades right now. You've got the uh, the hotel. You've got the saloon. And above the one of the uh, rooms, there's actually a dentist. And some of the audio that you heard, that you'll hear when you were to board this ride, was somebody getting their tooth pulled. So it's like, hold still. This won't hurt. And he's like, he yanks out the tooth. And the guy's like, oh! Like, you hear that kind of stuff as you board the ride. You look like you're in coal carts or something. That's, yeah, that's so kind of unique. it's a... Um, it's a 30 gauge train, which most of the trains like at the Disney World or Disneyland trains are 36 inch. The tracks are 36 inches apart. So this one's slightly smaller. And they, I think they said there's eight cars that are pulled by this train, but it's a real train. Hmm. And then so you go over this, uh, you go over this little pond first and they call this bear country and your train goes on a train trestle across the, across the water and you're seeing all these little, you know, Groundhogs and stuff like that. They're like prairie dogs, yeah. Yeah, prairie dogs. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, so this but is they, this is pretty cool. And uh, Disney built up this huge tall waterfall. Now that's not the Rainbow Caverns fall, but they built up this huge waterfall to get you going, like to really get you into the feel of the ride. Look, you're going over a bridge, like it has that bridge going going around right. the mountainside. So right. there, there's a waterfall. You're going underneath of it. I wonder if you saw the backside of water. I'm sure you That's, did, and you probably. And I think that I read that you got a little wet on that too every time. Oh, really? <laughs> All right. So moving forward, you go across that little pond with all of the wildlife. You see the fish. You see bears off to the side. And then the next thing you do is you head into kind of the desert area. Look at that wooden bridge. Like, that mm-hmm. looks rinkety. Like, it looks like janky. It's going to fall over. <laughs> but, you know, when I saw that photo, the first thing I thought of is the new expansion for Star Wars Land. Yeah. Because they're going to have one of those again. Like, they're bringing it back. Dude, this this is actually done up right. And this was an opening day attraction. No, not, not it was a year after opening. Oh, a year still, after. Okay. 19... We're talking 1956 they did it, and it looks like this. This looks great. Yeah. Like, and I this... wish they actually did this with the actual train now. 
And think about how cool that would be if if right. they had today's technology with this kind of a thing. I mean, that's so also, this. Look at the deer going at it. Yeah, yeah, and they they really did like they moved fighting. That is. Yeah, yeah, they were fighting, and it and they actually did it just like that. Um, racks are all locked up and everything. And I guess they would back out and they would do it again. So now you're going into the canyon area. It kind of yeah. looks like an old Radiator Springs. Um, yep, and they have all the buttes and all that kind of thing, yeah. and they they get a little tipsy and they well, rock over. There's, there's a rattlesnake on a hot rock getting ready to strike you. So think about that. Think about no one that rode this ride before this ride was created ever saw audio animatronic animals like that. And here they are. They got bears. They got fish. They got prairie dogs. You got a rattlesnake coming at you. You've this got like legit. these ten foot tall cactuses. The talking cactus? No, I'm joking. <laughs> well, they, actually, one of the pictures that I saw had like a cowboy hat on the cactus. You can oh, see really? some of them. Yeah. I wonder they if they do look, have look. Like, faces. Oh, they do have faces. I wonder yeah. if they actually move side to side to music. How I didn't cool hear anything about this. That would be cool. Like the train stops and they do like a little dance. Or, or just or it doesn't have to stop. It just it just sways back and forth. Or the cat there's a cat, a bobcat. Or the cactus just talk. About the train yeah. coming by or something. They could be like, okay, uh, they so could look be at this. Like, you have yeah, hot so springs. this is the geyser area. Yeah. This is the geyser area, and they, uh, you know, they took up that Rainbow Falls thing because it's the same source for water. All of these different geysers went off randomly with different colors. Okay, so this is where they're getting it from. Okay. Yeah. Um, so is this well, supposed to look like Yellowstone Park or something? Yeah, kind of. You okay. know, and they just uh, some of the some of the videos that I saw, they had like some. I kind of think of them as like clown cowboys that would go in right. there and like come upon one of the geysers and like it would go off right in front of their face and stuff. They had like a little sideshow type thing that they would put on sometimes. Oh, look at here. So we have, what's that? A dinosaur? dinosaur that was the horse? dinosaur, which makes an appearance in Big Thunder Mountain. Okay. Oh, yeah. So Same one. This is a wolf. This is this is pretty legit. I like and this. And so check it out. These buttes, these rocks, they actually like tip. Like yeah. Like they're going to fall I see that. It's trained. And then from this point, we go into the Rainbow Caverns, which is like – like I said, it's like the pinnacle of this ride. It's the climax of the ride, and the Rainbow Falls was what was uh, advertised, so they made posters and things like that. Like, they, like you see the posters of the different attractions now. It was the Rainbow Cavern that you saw. So here we are entering the Rainbow Cavern, but first we've got our last sighting of a wildcat. <laughs> Just in case you didn't get enough before. So this is this is neat. So you're going inside the Rainbow Cavern. Yeah, Cavern. this is the po- – they showed on the video here. This is the poster art that they had of Rainbow right. Caverns. I would like to hang this one on my wall. I wonder if the water glowed like that, you know? It does. You're, it does. Like I said, the, vid- the pictures that they said people got didn't do it justice at all. But you would go into this huge cavern. Yeah, because right and, now and- it doesn't look like it's glowing, but you can tell maybe it does. It looks like – I wonder if this was all under black lights. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. John Hench and, uh, oh, shoot. It's all good, man. So that's what yeah. they actually did. They, they, they threw on the black lights there. Yeah, and so you would go right through this huge room, and that's what you would see. And you'd also see little Susie and Johnny in the ketchup stain they had from lunch earlier. Darn right. And if they brushed <laughs> their teeth two weeks ago and, and dropped the face on them, that's what you saw. Oh, this is really neat. I'm, I'm shocked in the 60s they had something like this. That's cool. Yeah, so this ride, like I said, it went from 56 to 77, and that's when they uh, felt the pressure from other parks that had these high-speed roller coasters and more of the adventure, and that's when they put a nix to this slow-moving mine train car that went through the Rainbow Caverns, and they came up with Big Thunder Mountain, the idea of Big Thunder Mountain, the railroad. 
All right, let's go go ahead and go to the next one. Yeah, so that's that one is the uh, Rainbow Falls Mine Train. The next one I want to talk to you about only lasted two years. The next attraction, all like I said, all three of these are at Disneyland. The next one I wanted to talk to you about only lasted two years, and it was it's pretty crazy. I mean, it just the idea of this thing. I don't see how they they actually thought it was going to work in the first place. Okay, so, so what is it? The unveiling of the ride. It's called Rocket Rods. Now, Rocket Rods was supposed to be a super cool idea. It replaced one of the all-time standbys to go to at any of the parks. So this is land, people. land or world? This is land still. All okay. three of these are land. All so three re- of them. I just want to make it, sure for the listeners. Yeah, it, it replaced the People Mover. So they took what? the People Mover out for this ride, and. Huh. And what they did was they reused the track of the people mover, you know, the platforms that would go over the top of where the people would walk and everything. But they didn't have the budget to do it. So this ride opened up May 22nd, 1998, and they were looking for a big sponsor to sponsor Rocket Rods. And they were going to take this track that took the people mover vehicle 16 minutes to go around and turn it into a three-minute thrill ride, you know, like we just talked about, that uh, the uh, Rainbow Mine Train cars – were replaced because people wanted that thrill experience. So they were going to do that with Rocket Rods. In 98, they took out the People Mover and they put this in, but they couldn't find the sponsor to just buck up the cash to make it right. So whereas they wanted to drive this vehicle super fast, they couldn't do it because they couldn't bank any of the turns on the People Mover track. So they had to slow down every time it came to a turn, and they just couldn't make it work. Um, Top speed didn't get what it needed to be. The ride lasted three minutes. When it first started... The waiting, the wait for this ride is similar to what we see at like radiators, racers right now. It was like seventy-five to hundred minutes at minimum for the same ride. You know, and they should have thought about that before they re like rebuilt another ride on that current track. You right. do the math, you know, you can't go a certain speed around a, a certain angle. You just that's that's not it's not rocket science. Yeah, and so this was part of a big refurb that was going on throughout Tomorrowland. Um, it was a pretty huge refurbishment that the whole land took over, and this was one of the attractions that they brought in brand new. Um, the queue for this ride is weird, and you'll, you'll see it. The queue for this ride, you went into what was one of the Circle Vision theaters, which was a pioneering thing for Disney back in the you know the '64 World's Fair had some of that um, experience as well. Walt was planning that for his St. Louis Park, a Circle Vision theater. I mean, pretty much every park that Walt. Uh, had plans for but never came to fruition every single one of them had a circle circle vision theater uh, you know the one I was I just mentioned St. Louis they had one that was up by Niagara Falls that they were going to do that was going to have a circle vision theater I think he was going to have one out at his uh, uh, shoot the ski resort that was going to be out in oh, California yeah sure yeah uh, so all of them were going to have one of these circle vision theaters and it it came to Disneyland it, it I guess it overstayed its welcome so they decided in 98 that they were going to nix it and they turned the Circle Vision Theater into the queue. So they still had the, the Circle Vision Theater, but it wasn't as good. And they had – people would just walk through the middle of it as part of the queue. So in that queue, they had, I think, three different videos playing on different screens. And it was like – one of them was how they got the technology to make these futuristic rocket rods. One of them was like the progression from the Model T car up to that point. Uh, one of them was just like – disasters of transportation that they would just show like videos of of different 
catastrophes like people would invent some kind of crazy vehicle and they would show it you know like you see in the videos of people trying to invent the airplane where they had these cockamamie things that would just fall apart right things that, like that. And so rocket rods was on that clip right right yeah so <laughs> rocket rods it should have been but you know you went through in the queue you went through uh the circle vision theater and then you walked along the path and you saw some of the old rides that that Disney had that were part of transportation like the monorail and the old people mover and things like that. And then you just then you jumped in your uh, rocket rod and you took off. Well, let's, uh, let's let's take off. Let's get on it. All right. So we're going to start our video for rocket rods right now. I'm starting it up uh, at about 10 seconds in our clip. And like I said, I'll post the in show notes. But part of the new refurbishment to uh, Tomorrowland. So you can see um, the new refurbishment right here as we start our video. OK, let's go. Strap in. Well, the ride only lasted three minutes, so we're not going to be here long. <clears throat> okay, so that doesn't look like a rocket. That looks no, like... No, it's not. That looks like... Jeez, I don't even know what that looks like, Dave. So it was the pe- it looks like the people, and not the cars don't look like... No, the, the cars mover, don't. It looks like it's going about as fast as the people mover. Yeah, and that looks... It looks like a duck's foot with bars on it. Yeah, and so it was. It's the only car that I know of that's designed to be. The seating arrangement is one, 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 two. There's not even. I didn't see a seatbelt or anything on that. Did you? I think there's a that big bar falls. Oh, down it falls down on you. Mm-hmm. Well, no. The other the other side bars are are up. Are they really? Yeah, look at them. We there's got to be some kind of. This was '98, so there had to be some kind of safety device. So this well, was I'm your sure. big takeoff point. You go flying down the stretch, and then you slow down. Yeah, and then you slow down to go around the corner. Then you go – what was kind of cool about this was that you went into other attractions. Like there are Star Tours on your left right there, and they stopped the vehicle so you can see CP3O and uh, R2-D2. And then then you take off, and then you go to the next location, and then you stop, and you look like there's the gift shop on your left. And you you go through all of these different places, then you can get a sneak peek of all these other rides. Um, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah. So they thought it was going to be a great idea, and like I said, this was... Uh, but there's nothing to look at other than the places you stop at. We're going, like, through the buildings, literally through the buildings, and you can see, like, the piping for, like, the AC and all that, whatever, yeah. and the wiring, the conduit. You can see all the li- the lights, and you're, it's like walking through a mall down the, you know, the employee hallway to get to right. the back oh, side of the, the store. Curves. That's here what comes it the looks curves. like. You have to slow down again, because there's another curve. Um... And then, yeah, I mean, this was this was pretty much it, the gist of the whole ride. And there you're looking at the queue of one of the other rides that, that they have at Disneyland. So there wasn't really too much to it. And they, you know, they add the sound effects to make it sound like you're going really fast. But you're, I mean, you're going like maybe 15 miles an hour. I, mean, it's, I like the, the idea of it, kind of seeing the behind the scenes of that area inside right. Tomorrowland. Oh, look at the construction workers. <laughs> And I, oh, I was trying to think of what that that might have been when they refurbed the Finding Nemo, right? And changed for that we were looking at. Right I like there, the was, idea of this. I just it doesn't really do it for me. And so as the ride comes to a close, you're you're speeding down the road now and uh, coming to that last curve, which is going to take you back to your destination. Like I said, it's a pretty short ride, but one of the things that is interesting about this ride is how it came to its demise so what happened was in september of 2000 it closed down without any kind of warning about what was going to go on with it and there was no word about how it was going to reopen ever and 
there was no official announcement, no official announcement. And then finally, they just decided that after like a couple years, they decided that hey, maybe we should put something out telling people this one's not coming back. And that's it. It looks like like a backlot tour of some facility on a roller coaster. That's really all it is. Right. And so if you go to Disneyland today, you can still see the track for rocket rods. You ride the monorail, you go right by it a couple times, and you probably think to yourself, what the hell's that for? You know, like, what is that a track for? And, I mean, the ride's been out of commission since 2016 years. It's been just kind of hanging out. You know, there's all kinds of branches and leaves and stuff all over the tracks now. Um, and part of the ride is now being used as the queue for Buzz Lightyear. See, and that's what amazes me. Disney doesn't go back and clean up after themselves. Yeah, they innovate. Nuts. They innovate and redesign on an existing ride, but yet they leave all their trash and all of all everything else behind, which is totally contradicts what they preach, like inside like Epcot or something like that. You know? Yeah. And totally I guess they, contradicts. I guess what they figure is that if it's not hurting anything. Maybe sometime down the road they can repurpose it or something. You know, like it's – I can see what, like what you're talking about with River Country and at Disney World where it was a whole water park that they yeah. just shut down and you can still see it there. Like that's crazy because that is something that you would think they would need to clean up. But this, I could see them not cleaning it up because they have – the park's open every day. So when are they going to stop people and to do the demo work that they need? If it's not hurting anything, they just they, leave it. Yeah, but they stop you when they build a ride. Yeah, they do. You know? I, yeah. I don't know. I just find it weird. All right, man. You ready to go on the yeah, last ride? Yeah, so what's the... Oh, <laughs> I already yeah. see it. Okay, yeah, what do we got so here? I just pulled this one up for Nick because this is one of his favorites. Actually, it's uh, the opposite of one of his favorites. But I do love this ride, and I wanted to set the record straight on this one with you. Um, this one is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Now, contrast to popular belief, if you don't go to Disneyland, some people might think, oh, this ride has been shut down because the one at World was shut down. But the one at Disneyland is still around, and it was an opening day attraction. Now, if we go back to land, buddy, I'll ride it with you, okay? You should. You I should. Said um, now, keep in mind, it's a kid's ride. So we're talking like it's the same thing. It's, it's along the same lines as all the other kids' rides. Um you know, when we're talking about like Peter Pan, it's not a it's not a boat, but or a flying ship. But we're talking about a ride vehicle that is pretty similar to Winnie the Pooh, pretty similar to Snow White Scary Adventure, that kind of thing. And it takes you through all of these different rooms. Now you got to think back in 1955, this was probably a pretty high tech thing. Um, so let's start at the beginning. The beginning is this ride came from the concept from the 1949 film The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which was a Disney half-hour special. Um, it was designed just to be a funny thing, like to make people laugh, which I know that you're ready to talk about the thing that you hate most about this ride, which is at the end of the ride, everybody goes to hell. Right. Makes Doesn't make sense. Again. No, no. But see, that's kind of the thing that Disney is known for. Like, they throw the unexpected at you. So yeah, you go a child, through this whole a child's ride. ride, too, at that. Yeah, yeah. You go through this whole ride, and you're, you're laughing up. You know, you're laughing at the silliness of the whole thing. And then at the end, boom, there you are in hell. Just, just right. kind of a weird <laughs> ending to it. Which, by the way, it's the only ride that goes way off the script of the actual you know, film or movie that it sure, was based on. Because sure. in the end of Mr. Toad, Mr. Toad goes flying off in this machine that he built. It's like a car, but it flies. So totally different, totally different. All right, so now this the the ride vehicles, and we, we mentioned this on a show a couple weeks ago. The ride vehicles were designed by Bob Gurr, which is the guy that I said, I think in the news and history a couple weeks ago, that if it's got wheels at Disneyland or it moves, 
he had a hand in it in designing it so uh he was the man that designed it claude Coates, famed history from the haunted mansion and all that uh pirates of the caribbean one of walt's big guys he and ken anderson designed the actual ride itself going into all the different rooms and things like that uh as far as the location it shares a building with alice in wonderland and then um like i said it goes through all of these different places in the ride now i couldn't find a video from 1955 that would have been super cool if i could have found like the original mr toad's uh wild ride video but they did a big refurbishment on it in 1982 and the outside used to look kind of like what we see for most of the rides in fantasy land where it looks like a uh, like a world's fair tent or like a country county fair tent and they turned this into what looked like mr toad's mansion you know like toad hall and um, so it's got an outside brick exterior. And then they did some things to the inside to kind of bring it up to date with technology and stuff like that, too. So they did that in the early 80s. Um, other than that, it really hadn't been updated at all since since 1982. All right, let's get on. All right. So we are going on to Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. This is a video from 2014, so not too long ago. So we're going to see all that updated stuff. And this ride is even faster than rocket rods. <laughs> it's only two and a half minutes. So yeah, like I said, we're sitting here, uh, getting ready to go into the queue. We're going into Toad Hall. I do, one I th- do like the building. The building looks sweet. Yeah, and one of the things that I remember most about this queue is looking at. There's a statue of Mr. Toad while you're in the queue, and if you look in one of his eyes, there's a hidden Mickey inside of one of his eyes. So you load your old-fashioned looking car, and you go through the doors to Toad Hall, and uh, that's where your ride begins pretty cool yeah the, the wait for this is usually pretty long all right so here we go we're off we're going through the doors and we're into the library where you see one of the characters balancing books on a on a uh ladder and you're about to knock them over and then you almost knock over the suit of armor then you're into the hall where you've got the weasels hanging from the chandeliers and so you look at this and most of the things that we're looking at are just like cardboard cutouts of everything that pop out at you or swing back and forth right <laughs> just like test you know, we're, track <laughs> yeah we're talking we're talking low tech here low tech to, to the max and you got different things that swing out and basically the gist of this is that mr toad is a horrible driver and he's driving through all these places so now we're in london we're driving the streets of london and still we're about to drive into the water he's crashing all over and everywhere he goes there's danger all right, and now we've we found our way into the powder room where we've got all the TNT and all the dangerous stuff, and we just blew up. But we're still going. We go into Mr. Winky's pub. Mr. Winky is one of the best characters ever. Check him out. He's got the handlebar mustache. Doesn't every every uh, pub owner? Do I wish? I wish I could own a pub. If that's if I could get a mustache like that, I'd own a pub. <laughs> All right, right. so Toad got arrested. He's going to jail. He sees the judge. He goes to court, and he decides that he's he's making a go for it. So he springs away, and he gets hit by a train. Boom. Again, more driving, more driving adventures. And this is your favorite part, man, because right. he didn't make it, I guess. Nope. He got hit by the train, and now he's in hell. Poor guy. So you got fire and brimstone everywhere you go at the end. Look at all the demons. Like, seriously, look at the, look at the devil. You have yeah, the demons, but- you have the devil. I think that was Figment. That, 
Well, it kind of did look like Figment, didn't it? <laughs> I think they got... We need to rewind that. I think they got the idea of Figment from that last demon. That did look like Figment. I, I would assume that was Satan. <laughs> uh, ser- Are you telling me that Figment is Satan? <laughs> he may be. Um, Whoa. Seriously, like, did you see all the demonic creatures there at the end? Yeah, yeah. That's... Why? Why wouldn't... Why wouldn't Mr. Toad go to heaven? I don't know, dude. And like I said, this one... Don't was... you think it, you would end, it would end better if you're, like, floating on clouds and you have a heart I... plane and you, you end in your... It's happily ever after. Yeah, so they tried that, and it's called Horizons, and it was at Epcot. It lasted a long time, and that was a super cool ride too. One of these days, I'll report on Horizons, and uh, just a, just a, I think it's a pretty funny ride. Like it's not, you just have to kind of go through it and go with it. Like don't pay too much attention to that last scene for sure. But um, I do recommend if you're going to Disneyland, you're going to ride this ride that you pick up the picture book that has uh, Mr. Toad and the Adventures of Ichabod. And um, just get a little bit of background before you go into it, because if you don't know anything about it, you're going to be like, what the heck is this? This is ridiculous. For sure. And that that pretty much does it for this episode, right, Dave? That's it, man. I just wanted to take you on a trip through three rides and give you a little bit of preview of of what's to come for my projects in the future. All right, Dave, it's uh, sad to say, you know, your next episode is going to be our very last episode with you. Um, Yeah. Sad to say. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. I'm excited to, uh, I'm excited to do the show. I'm excited to kind of come back and do things at my own pace and and not have uh, not have deadlines put on me, and so I can kind of wreak havoc and do and do things that way. Yeah, well, I guess it's not really going to be your last. You're going to come well, back, but it's going to be it on your is. own. It's going to be on your own terms, though. Right. So we have like, a weekly we have a right. weekly show, and so I'm ending my stay on the weekly show. And I'll just be a thorn in Nick's side probably from this point on. That's fine, dude. You're going to be back here on Saturday for our Saturday morning episode, and I can't wait for that. If you have any – what's up? Dude, I just wanted to throw in there, when you make it big, you better remember me. (laughs) Dude, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Of course I'll remember you, buddy. You're my bro. (laughs) Um, If you have an idea, question, or you want to share your experiences on the show with Nick or Dave, contact us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text us, 407-674-0414. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. You know you can always listen to us on iTunes, Podcast Attic, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for a Mousecapades Podcast. Hey, dude, it's about that time, Dave. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Have a magical day, my friends.